The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this 19th day of February 2024. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today for all for all your t- uh, ticket needs and get yourself 20 bucks off your first purchase by using promo code 1420POD over there at SeatGeek.com today. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles and other great podcasts, such as No Credits Required, Rise of the occasion and Aaron and Joey over there at uh, Brulliana Sports so make sure you guys go to uh, bellyupsports.com check what everything got going over there and thank you to everybody who uh, listens to our show and downloads it and watches on YouTube to thank you very much for making us a part of your day each and every day from wherever you may be listening to I uh, took the weekend off in the podcast world I have a uh, one thing that's near and dear to my heart so obviously the town of Fort McLeod where I grew up they had their hockey through the ages tournament this weekend a great charity event raised over $50,000 for the community stays right in the community every time that they the, those guys get her done get her get her taken care of out there this year it was uh, kids sport they're trying to get some new kids facilities uh outdoor facilities in fort mcleod they got rid of some for some various reasons over the years but the money will, will go to that so thank you very much to scott and rob and and uh, mike davis and all the rest of the guys who were part of that organization everybody who donated their time and energy and i ended up playing hockey a little bit this week and i had uh, played in two games a uh, friend of the show and a uh, close friend of mine west stock and he went down in the uh first 10 minutes of the first game so i i uh, took his place on defense didn't uh, didn't didn't factor in the score but i had a pretty good time out there and we uh we didn't fare too well but a lot of fun was had but anyways the major league baseball uh, spring training uh all the pitches and catches they reported last week uh position players started arriving to their respective teams yesterday and most other guys started showing up today and then i think games start next on thursday or friday afternoon so that's always a, a nice time of year when the games start going on tv you don't got to watch old reruns and everything else and all the speculation. I know nothing, nothing really gets accomplished in the spring training game, but it's always fun to watch, see how guys are fitting in, see how guys uh, are changing up things a little bit. So it's always fun to watch baseball games and just uh, in a relaxed atmosphere where the games don't mean a whole heck of a lot, obviously, in the standings. But it's always nice, nice to get baseball back on TV, uh, whether it be watching from uh, games that are in Arizona or in uh, Florida. But the biggest there's, there's five storylines that I was kind of looking at over the last couple of days. Uh, like I said, I kind of took the, uh, the weekend off from the sports world in my own little sports world in Fort McLeod there, but I was uh, driving home yesterday and I was uh, listening to MLB radio and I got thinking about some other things that were kind of cr- crossing my mind for the upcoming baseball season. And I got five storylines that I that I'm gonna that I found interesting to between my my ears and in, inside my coconut that I hope you guys uh, find interesting as well. Uh, number one is the Oakland A situation. That's kind of that's going to be a bit of a disaster for the next few years and everybody knows they're moving, not moving, they're moving, they're not really know where they're going to play, how it's all going to pan out. But the one thing that's going to be interesting to me to watch is uh, how bad is that team going to be? There's not going to be any free agents. Obviously, don't want to go there. You're going to get bottom of the bottom of the barrel, bottom run guys that will want to just be in the big leagues and play in the big leagues. I, I know it's not a big league situation that they have in Oakland, but how bad are they going to going to be this year? And what can they possibly do to bring a few fans into that building? And like there was nights out there, you, you wouldn't think that there was 800 people in the stands. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out in the, the coming year. And there's a situation that that came up uh, last week 
or a week, two weeks ago, I was listening to guys over at Craft Food Sports, and basically the uh, the owner of Vegas is like, well, if you don't like the deal, see, or the the, the mayor of Vegas, like, well, if you don't want to come here for our spec yard stipulations, then don't. So thanks, bye, see ya. And then the uh, the guy, the uh, mayor of Oakland, that basically has come out and said that we, they could have a stadium ready in two to three years uh, under under different uh, different financial situations, but it was going to be something that Fisher didn't want to get done. And so now there's a, there are, there's already talk that if MLB expands or if a team moves, that Oakland could be a destination because there might be naming rights that they could figure out a way to keep the the, the name A's in Oakland. Because I don't think you could rebrand a team, go back to Oakland and call them something else. I think they'd have to be the A's and a fresh start in a, in a new city. If they do move to move to, to uh, Las Vegas, a new start to, to having them called something other than the A's would probably be the, a better decision in the long run. So you wouldn't want two Oakland teams called what they were called in Oakland, both in Las Vegas, like with the like with the. Uh, with the Raiders, so it's going to be interesting to see how that all that all plays out and how the crowds are going to be and how bad that team's going to be. It's going to be it's going to be it's too bad that it got to this point, but it's been a long time coming that Fisher's, Fisher's wanted out of out of Oakland, and it's been a long time coming that uh, this, that they're going. It's, it's just time to go. Thanks, bye, see ya, and that's it. Uh, the next one for me today, Mike Trout came out and he made some comments, basically uh, asking uh, or pretty much you know, he's when Mike when Mike tried to ask, he's not asking, he's telling uh, his owner to do something. But he came out and basically said to. Uh, Owner Artie Marino, that uh, can we go go make some trades? Can we go make some deals? Can we go, go get a couple of, the, of these uh, free agents that are still sitting around the uh, waiting for a team to go to? And there's some major guys, and they're all Scott Boris clients for some reason. Surprise, surprise! Boris is playing the, the waiting game. All of a sudden, there's no money left for some of these guys. And then what? What are you, what are you going to do? But uh, Trout come out basically. He wants he wants to stay in Los An- or in Los Angeles with the Anaheim Angels, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, whatever they're called. And he wants to stay there. He's there for the long run. He's committed to staying there. But is he really committed? Was he making that statement today, saying that that Artie Marino should go out and make, make some deals, sign some players? Uh, was that basically a warning shot going out to the uh, to to his ownership group, saying, "Listen, I, I I'm I'm committed to staying here, but I will I will uh, play my ass off." But he did say that him being sidelined last year. And, and out for, with injuries hurts his team's chance of winning a lot. But is it was I think that was a warning a warning shot from Trout because he never really says much. And was that a warning shot from Trout saying, uh, you know what, I asked. They didn't listen. Maybe time for me to go when they start off the season 26 and and, uh, and 46 and say, you know what, this is a dead end this year. It's going to be a dead end next year. And I, I only have X amount of years of, uh, of good baseball left in me. He's 32 years old and it's maybe his best days are already behind him. And they didn't make that deal last year at the deadline when they could have made some, uh, could have got some prospects, could have got some players for Shoei Otani. They went for it and it turned out to be a big mistake. I know it's tough to deal Otani. We'll get to him in half a second, but it's tough to, to make a deal for a guy like that because really What's your what's your return on, on that on that investment? What are you going to get? What are you going to get for a guy like Otani? It's a it's a it's a different situation that the the, the uh, Angels were in last year. But now you have a guy with Mike Trout saying, you know what? Go make go go get some deals. There's still some players out there. There's still some pitchers out there. Specifically, he mentioned some guys with the Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery signing for one year deals. That 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 might be all they can get right now. But it's one of those things that Trout maybe set out the warning uh, signs, signals saying, you know what? Uh, I asked. You didn't reciprocate. So now you know what. It's time for it's time for Mike Trout to take his services elsewhere. And I think that's going to be a big storyline in the uh, in the weeks and months and well, month, months to come. I wouldn't say weeks, but in the months to come, uh, first of June, if they're having another bad season, uh, which I, I, I fully expect them to have a bad season again, are they going to be uh, uh, Mike Troutless as well? And then what? And then, then what? What do the Angels have without Mike Trout? I mean, they don't have much much as it is without Mike Trout. They have uh, next to nothing. And, and Trout's got to have. We talk about it all the time that uh, like Trout's an all timer, probably going to the Hall of Fame already, no matter what. 
but eventually you have all the stats in the world. But if you don't have that champion moniker on your on your plaque in Cooperstown, it doesn't mean a whole bunch. Uh, yeah, you're, it's a, it's an honor to go to Cooperstown. I, I hold, fully understand that. But championships are the ones that matters. Championships make you all timers uh, or legendary, right? So it's one of those things. You can be a Hall of Famer, but legends are, are a lot different. And you, you got to win to become a legend, in my in my in my estimation. My guess is, anyways. Number three on my list of uh, what's going to happen this year, big storylines. It's to me, is it uh, Dodgers win a World Series or bust? Uh, I know they got that one in 2020. Uh, the COVID year, the kind of counts. Dave, uh, my co-host here at fourteen twenty land. Uh, we're on, we're on the air tonight. Uh, check your local listing, seven thirty Mountain Standard Time. We record that, but uh, it's one of those things. That Dave calls it the three quarter World Series, and I agree with him. So they haven't had a World Series since nineteen eighty eight. Well documented. They've been in the playoffs eleven straight years. They've had got the ownership group, that uh, Guggenheim group, that's led by not led by, but Mag- Magic Johnson, their figurehead, and he, they've been there, there year in year out. They haven't been, been afraid to spend money over the years. They've been uh, dipping deep. They went out and got Otani this year for $700 million, a bunch of deferred money and everything else. But the, the big signing for, for me, they went out and got some pitching with Yamamoto and Tyler Glasnow. I know Glasnow, hence is, uh, you know, it's kind of ironic. His name's Glasnow because he's kind of made of glass. But uh, if he can stay healthy, I mean, every every player, if they can stay healthy. If, if uh, Glasnow can stay healthy and, and get them 30 quality starts throughout the season, that's going to be a, a big, uh, big thing. And get to playoff time, that's going to be huge. And Yamamoto, uh, we don't know what he's going to be. But by all intent, he's going to be a great one. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see a, why, how a team would possibly invest $325 million in a pitcher if they didn't think he was going to be great. And he had a lot of suitors out there. It wasn't just the Dodgers spending money. There was a lot of teams that were looking to get Yamamoto. So I expect him to be uh, the next uh, Japanese great coming coming over and pitching there. So the, the Dodgers are set up. Freddie Freeman's there. Uh, you have Mookie Betts, obviously. Uh, they're, they're a great tempt. Oscar Hernandez signed on and on and on it goes. And Otani, yeah, he, he's not going to pitch this year, but having him at DH throughout the year, it doesn't hurt. So you look at four or five guys in that lineup, and we haven't even got into the other depth guys in, on that team that could say that, uh, you know what, this year the Dodgers, it's not, it's, I think it's, it's World Series or bust for them. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, he's, I know he's getting a little long in the tooth. He signed up to come on once his uh, his shoulders uh, feeling a little more better, and he'll, so he'll be there uh, mid, mid-June mid to early July when he's expected to come by. So that rotation is going to be stacked, and they'll all have themselves a chance to win, win another World Series. And if they don't do it this year then when like then like they're they're the uh they're they're just like who was in the super bowl a couple of weeks back that uh, i've already forgot that's how much i care about the super bowl san francisco 49ers it's the same situation there that if not this year then when you can't just keep buying and buying and buying eventually it might be just a organizational problem with why they're not winning world series they ran into a juggernaut last year with the uh, with the arizona diamondbacks but uh you know that's coming down to pitching so you get these two guys you get into that three game series that three game wild card series that you try to avoid but it happens you got two guys at the top of your rotation that can win you some ball games and they, they got a chance to win themselves a world series again but like i said if not now then when Number four for me, uh, storylines to look out for this year is the Baltimore Orioles. Will they be able to repeat what they got done last year? 101 win season, remarkable season. They, everything kind of came together. You had the Jays didn't have a very good year last year. They expect to do a lot more. The Yankees had an off season, and the Orioles took full full advantage of it. But they went out and got uh, Corbin Burns in a trade with the Milwaukee Brewers, so that's going to help that ball club a lot. He's a great player. And this Jackson Holiday is, is he gets a 20 year old stud, uh, number one prospect in all of baseball. Is he going to 
make the opening day roster and help that team out even more. Uh, I, I believe he will. The one step back that they're going to have, uh, going out and cr- uh, getting Craig Kimbrell, they had to get something done because their closer, Felix Bautista, is out for the year with Tommy John, which he suffered near the end of the last season, I believe it was. So that's one of those things where they're, they're going to take, take a step back with Craig Kimbrell. But they score enough runs where the closer situation isn't uh, isn't that important because they, 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 they hit the ball so damn well. But you, you look at that team, uh, 101 wins might be a lofty goal for them coming into this this offseason or coming into this season because, like I said, the, the, the I think the Yankees will be a better baseball team or the Yankees are a World Series team. I couldn't get out with talking about the Yankees, as I always do, being a Yankee dork like I am. But you uh, you look at that, they'll be better, a lot better this year with Soto. You want to have a healthy judge. I hope Stanton has a better year and they, they have a, a better pitching rotation as they went out and added uh, Stroman and then they got Verdugo, who I'm not big on. It's one of those things. Uh, we've talked about that a time or two about my thoughts on Stroman and, and Ver, Verdugo. I'm not too too uh, keen on him. But Soto's going to get to, uh, going to improve that lineup 100%. Judge is going to see more pitches to hit. And if he can stay healthy, uh, I expect them to improve in their 82 wins. But those 82 wins have to come at the expense of the Baltimore Orioles because they play like it's one of those things. I know it's a more of a balanced schedule than it was in years past. But uh, the, the Orioles, I, I, winning another 100, 100 uh, having a, another 100 win season is going to be a tough, a tough, uh, tough road, road ahead for them. So I don't know if they can possibly get that done. Will they be a playoff team 100%? Burns has them a lot of innings, like a lot of quality innings. He's a great pitcher. He's one of the best in baseball. And they went out and made that deal to make their team better. And like I said, Jackson Hall is going to be, he's a prospect. I, I'm not a big prospect hugger. You got to be great before you can uh, say anything. Because to me, a prospect is just another guy until they prove, prove themselves. A lot of prospects don't do anything with this holiday kid. Seems like the real deal. And until you expect them to be a playoff team, I expect them to win 90 to 95 games. And you're going to see a lot of teams in that uh in that uh, American League East, we're going to be right there with that many wins. Uh, it's going to be a tough division. They'll eat themselves live a little bit, but uh, the, the Tampa Bay Rays are Tampa Bay, and, and uh, Toronto is going to be a better team this year. I think Vladdy, uh, addition by staying staying neutral. Yeah, they didn't go go outside Matt Holiday or Halliday. Sorry, it's just one of those things. You you wonder if, if Vladdy can be better, if Bichette can be better, and the, the big wild card for the Jays is obviously Alec Manoa. Because if Manoa was only half-assed last year instead of awful, the, the Jays would have been a, a much better team to so you wonder how that's all going to turn out with the Toronto Blue Jays and the American League East but uh, Baltimore still a force we reckon with now like I said that Burns trade uh, getting him in the lineup is is is, uh, is a great thing for them uh, number five for me and it's gonna be really interesting to see how this all pans out the Philadelphia Phillies been po- poised to win a World Series for a few years they had a surprise uh, finals appearance a couple years ago and then now they they they, they lost in the uh, NLCS last year to a surprise surprising uh, Arizona Diamondback team you just wonder what's going going to happen with that with that Phillies team they, they're basically running the exact same team back they have a high payroll uh, Bryce Harper and Trey Turner and on and on it goes with that team but they didn't really do anything to get themselves over that next hump or but maybe the hump just was a, a fluke uh, off year or, or a fluke year by the Arizona Diamondbacks and it was just a, maybe a situation losing two at home in a row was an odd at Citizens Bank Park you didn't expect the Phillies to lose both games at home in the, in the, in the NLCS but they did so did they have to make any deals to get themselves over that hump I don't think they did but they they and and they didn't so they agreed with what what I was thinking but uh, could they make a deal uh, before spring training is up and go go out and get that left-hander that they might want to get in a Jordan Montgomery in a uh, in a uh, Blake Snell which uh, he's reportedly talking back with the Yankees again but the Yankees were only going to offer him 25 million I think it was and on and on it goes but he may have uh, waited too long to get that next deal because I think you're going to see these guys sign, sign one year show me deals again but with pitchers that's a tough thing to do because you just don't know uh, 
how if an arm is going to last or if an arm is going to just give give way because eventually it does happen and it can happen two or three times in a guy's career and so you just wonder what's going to happen with those guys not having contracts right now you're into uh, week one of pitches and catches already so uh, the further it goes on and on it goes you wonder what uh, what Boris is thinking he's got three or four guys big name guys that don't have anywhere to play yet and uh, the money's going to get lesser and lesser because eventually these guys are going to want to play because they're they're they're, they're going to want to get paychecks and uh, when you only have X amount of years in your career to get to get paid you want you want to get full advantage of that so I expect Snell to sign somewhere and could it be Philadelphia if they go go out and get one of those two guys they'll be right there for a uh, World Series contender once again but I don't think anybody it, it matters in that uh, East you got that that Atlanta Braves team is so damn good but uh, you just look at what what they've done and adding Chris Sale I think that's a huge addition if Sale can stay can get healthy again and just put together a uh, a sale-esque kind of a season, he's going to help that Braves team a lot. So you just wonder it's all going to come together. It's all going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for that. Yankees aren't a World Series team as of right now. If they can go out and sign Snell, you wonder what Rodon's going to do, and then Stroman, and on it goes. I think that, but the uh, the Rodon thing with the Yankees is definitely uh, the most important uh, player on that team because you, you expect the other guys are, are, should should perform up to their standards. You, you expect Stroman to be a, a solid, solid number two, two and a half guy. But uh, it's it's basically up to Cole. It's up to Judge, it's up to Soto, and you never know what uh, Soto's addition into that lineup is going to do for Giancarlo Stanton. So it's be one of those. Uh, it's be fun to watch and see how it's all going to play out. Starting in uh, about uh, four and a half, uh, five short weeks, Major League Baseball season kind of gets going. So spring training games get going this weekend or this upcoming week, next weekend. So that should be a lot of fun to watch. Storylines for the day. Make sure you guys uh, like, share, subscribe on YouTube and all that stuff, and uh, make sure you guys, uh, yeah. Check, check out all our stuff and listen to some past episodes of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for Beer Sports Talk and a whole lot more. Uh, this segment was brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD over there at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. SeatGeek presents Boomstick Lady. SeatGeek helps her find the perfect seat so she can sit where her boomsticks make the biggest boom. Oh, okay. SeatGeek handles the tickets so fans can fan. Thanks to our friends over there at SeatGeek, we, we appreciate all the uh, all the, they have done for us over the uh, over the last couple three years. I think they've been been with the fourteen twenty podcast, so a lot of stuff. Thanks go out to SeatGeek and use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com today. Anyways, as some of you know or most of you know, if you if you're uh, I'm uh, now a part of the Lethbridge Bulls baseball club here in Lethbridge WCBL. Uh, for those of you who aren't in the, in the greater Lethbridge area, if you're out uh, out east somewhere or down in the states, it's uh, Summerwood Collegiate uh, would would that league uh, goes 56 game schedule from about I think the first week in May to about uh, first week in August and playoffs get going so it's a pretty long season but I'm a part of that baseball off the field operations and all kinds of different titles and things that we got going on and one thing that we uh, we want to get going get it out there it's our 25th anniversary so we're really looking forward to that and to kick it off we have a new uh, a t-shirt coming out uh, we around the office we came up with this idea it's the bull shirt uh, we have T-Bone the, the, the bull is our guy so the bull shirt is for sale there right there if you're watching on YouTube make sure you guys go to bullsbaseball.com and get yourself a bull shirt it's just a simple little thing and if you're in Lethbridge great if you're not even better uh, wear it around the uh, wear it around the nation and, and uh, show your support for the Lethbridge Bulls and get that bull shirt name out there it's a funny 
little thing. It's not it's just something to play on words, and uh, it doesn't mean any harm. We're not trying to offend anybody. But, yeah, go to BullsBaseball.com. Check out the, uh, the other merchandise got coming up this week and get yourself a Bull shirt uh, featuring uh, featuring old T-Bone there. So, anyways, there's a funny commercial coming out later on next week for our Bull shirt. Anyways, that's it. 14.20 in the morning. Uh, four, uh, four coffees is supposed to be worth the sports talk, but it's a little, uh, it's uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon here. I had some running around and things to do since I was uh, not... Uh, not in the uh, in the mood, I guess, of being a, a productive human being or just as an adult. We were having a lot of fun out there in Fort McLeod, having some beers and playing some hockey and reminiscing about the old times. It was a lot of fun, like I said. Anyways, that's it for 14, 20 in the morning. Uh, remember, everybody, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks, and we'll talk to you guys tonight. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get it.